This podcast is a production of Queens Public Television Media in New York City. Visit us on the web at qptv.org. QPTV, Queens Public Television, is pleased to sponsor Community Media, a series of podcasts about public access television, and today's episode, Neighborhood TV. Hi there, and welcome to Queens Public Television. I'm John Collins, host of Community Media, and today I'll be speaking with Mr. Oswald Williams. Mr. Williams is an award-winning television producer here at Queens Public Television, and we hope to hear some of his insights into what makes community access media so special. Oswald, welcome. Thank you for having me. Let's briefly review for our listeners. Uh, What do we mean when we talk about community access television? Well, community access television to me is, you know, the ability to, 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 to find other creators, other producers, other people that are that are making content that's uh, specifically engaged for the community that looks that reflects the community they're in. Not to say that major media doesn't do it, but you know those specific things. I think you have a better chance finding a community media as opposed to uh, major media. So, in what ways do you see community access television different from standard network broadcast television content? It has a more of a realness to it at times. You know, sometimes, for example, a father and a daughter, I think it was the, 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 the project we did, it was the perfect platform for community media and for uh, the YouTube or internet, wherever we distributed it. It was just perfect because I think it spoke to the Queens. It, it spoke to the neighborhood. Um, a lot of people that lived in Queensbridge, it was relatable. It was a little bit more relatable and it was an appreciation there because it's harder to find that on a major uh, network, that type of story. Tell us about yourself and the programs that you produce and create here. Well, the name of uh, my brand is My Block TV, and uh, we, we do a variety of stuff. Uh, our goal, overall goal is to look like a channel on a channel. So we do some original st- uh, short films that I wrote. Um, we also have a, a, a talk show that we do. We also try to empower other people like myself that you know that didn't really know about the avenue of public access. So whatever, whatever, whenever I can put people in a situation where they can express themselves in their truest form, um, I, I try to do it. What would you say are the factors that motivated you to create your kind of programming on community access television? Uh, for me, it just represented an opportunity to to stay true to myself as far as uh, content and as far as ownership. And as far as just creating your own opportunity after you come out of school and you realize the certain aspects of business and how it's ran, uh, I think community access for me represented an opportunity for me to stay true to myself and be able to be a little bit more sovereign. Did you consider other means of promoting or publishing your message? Um, the traditional, the way the, the technology is going, you kind of have to, but. So uh, if you if you really see what's going on in, at public tele, uh, Queens Public Television, uh, we're merging with technology as well. So we're still able to tell those raw stories and still be able to be on these social social platforms, media platforms. So for me, I look at social media as a mirror to my television show. So whatever I can promote on social media to send people back to TV. I try to do it as much as possible because I I believe in community media. Without being a spoiler, 
Could you tell us just a little bit about one of your programs to give us audience a, a sample of what they can see when they tune into your channel? Awesome. So one of the shows that we just uh, launched was called Random But Relevant. It was a nighttime talk show. And uh, we talk about random random issues, random perspectives. For example, today we, we, we talked about the sports section. We didn't talk about not one game. We kind of talked about free agency and, and, and comparing free agency from – the early 90s to free agency now, the revenue stream, those different things, just just specific things. Um, we also have original content like uh, Pieces is a short film that I wrote. It's uh, it's kind of about, uh, it's a, it's kind of like homage to a movie called Juice by Tupac Shakur that he was an actor in. So it's a way for me to, to show my original content and expand as a producer and show my ability to produce different type of content. And, it, and that's something, realistically, those opportunities are hard to come by. So that's why I appreciate it so much. Well, your ability is obvious. You've won a couple of awards, and congratulations on those. Thank you very much. Network television continues to provide less and less coverage of local news and topics. So how does community access television allow interested parties like yourself to respond to that trend? For example, just the runoff for a public advocate we were able to do some real cool stuff in the community as far as talking to voters, um, finding out what, what what was the ground level issues. And one of the issues I, I didn't hear a lot of news talk about was a lot of people complained about the way the ballot was. It wasn't really, it was just a bunch of names. Those are things you don't really hear people being able to express that. So there's, there's a lot of different issues that when you get out there in the streets, people want to talk about those specific things that affects their community, and you don't always get that. I'm not saying you don't get it, but you don't always get it as much as you should, and I think that's where community media can can get stronger and stronger and continue to build. What kind of role can QPTV play in presenting diverse cultures, events, peoples, and ideas to our audience? Uh, kind of like what we're doing, just incorporating the technology, the ability to live stream and go straight to the station, um, you know, the, be, the, be, the ability to be able to be very free as far as the content you want to tell, your free speech, your ability to tell a story the way you want to tell it, um, your ability to engage in the community the way you want to, but still have that professional look and that, uh, the, the, the ability to have all this equipment that you need to be able to tell a story the right way. So um, I would have to say just keeping up with the technology and, and, and advancing with the technology. Do you think community access stations like QPTV can play a role in community engagement, community building? We are a patchwork of neighborhoods yes, here. I, I think one thing that I've been looking into is like introducing, you know, different pockets for younger kids. Like so one thing me and my partner was looking into is like how do we have enrichment programs we're, we're, we're teaching the basics of production, the basics of, uh, of editing, the basics to a younger crowd and, 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 and exploring the idea of them having their own network and expressing themselves from the perspective of young teenagers and young adolescents, kids. So I say yes, and the way we do that is how do we empower these kids, these young kids on a, on a lower level, on a junior high school level, on a uh, high school level, and preparing them for college and, and being in that world of media. We asked Mr. Williams what brought him to his present role as a successful video producer at QPTV. We'll be back with his answers right after this message.
Uh, AJ was my son. He was the oldest of four children. And in October 2013, AJ was 26 years old and we lost him. He, he became an organ donor. He was able to save five people. He wanted to support the arts. He felt the arts were so important, but also he had this, this humanity, this, this want to do, to leave the world a better place. The AJ Project. Don't miss this program and many others. You can watch them all on our website, qptv.org. We're back with QPTV producer Oswald Williams. We wanted to know what influenced his decision to become a producer at QPTV. When I moved back to New York, my plan was to uh, connect with public access just because I've seen, it, uh, it's, I've seen it become successful in Washington, D.C. So uh, there was a comedian I, I worked for briefly. His name was Tommy Taylor, and he had community access was his platform. And I saw the way it worked for him. And I, and I had so much ideas, so much content. I, I knew I wanted to build my brand. And the reality of coming out of film school and realizing sometimes those opportunities aren't going to be there at the pace you want them to be there. So realizing that, finding out about QPTV, understanding the logistics, what you have to do to become a producer here, training and things like that. It was easy for me because I it was already an idea. So it was kind of like a platform and a home for me. So I came here, hit the ground running. Talk about the training and the workshops and uh, would you recommend them for others? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but again, I, it's a step. I like to believe that that's a step. Like there has to be some passion prior to it, to me. So to ha coming to community, uh, coming to QPTV for me was a way for me to, so to speak, level up or go to a different level. So I, I had the ability to film, I had the ability to edit already. But when I came here, it was a different level because, you know, you take field, now you have different cameras, now you can go multi-camera, now you have different audio, then you take the editing class, now you have access to edit more, and you now with the access to edit more, now you're opening your mind to different type of productions, producing different type of content. So, yeah, I think it has to be some kind of step prior to that, some kind of passion prior to that, and community access being that way to take it to that next level. Would you recommend these workshops to others? Absolutely, absolutely. It's very hands-on. Um, the first workshop I actually took was editing, and. Um, you know, it's very hands-on. You're encouraged. Some people have camera experience already. Some people don't. So you're sometimes instructors may have footage for you for people that are just learning fresh. And you, you learn from the basics, from how do you upload media, how do you make folders, how do you be disciplined in your media, how do you um, just the basics. And you and, and it just gauges you in, in, a, in that 10-week period, you're going to learn what you need to do and you're going to know you know how to navigate. So most people take fill first, or you have access to cameras. Some people take editing first because they had cameras already, and some people want to do more of an in-studio talk show vibe, and they just take a studio class, which is a great time to have because we just there's so many upgrades happening as far as technology and being able to do different things. So I encourage people to do all three. It really just about the type of content you want to produce. What do you consider the major advantages that you enjoy by creating and expressing your messages 
on community access stations like QPTV? For one, for me, it's just the ability to find different ways to express yourself and to also to, you know, again, opportunity. You know, at the end of the day, for me, QPTV was an opportunity to show what I can do, to show that I can produce, to show that I can edit, to show that I can, I, I want to make different kind of content. I want to express myself and I want to help empower other people do the same thing I did. Did you experience any restrictions on or interference with the kind of programming you were creating? Well, once mainly because, you know, you can't, you can't have commercials and ads. Outside of that, I think there isn't, there isn't much censorship. The foundation of public access is the First Amendment. So, you know, there's, there's not that level of censorship, but it's, it's really more of an uh, emphasis on commercials and ads and understanding how that works because that's a whole different, you know, beast, so to speak. <laughs> what do you think makes QPTV unique from a producer's point of view? The freedom to truly make the type of content you want without the without a huge restriction. So for me in particular, it was about how do I tell the stories I want to tell? How do I express myself? How do I get my content out to an audience and not have to be a PA forever, so to speak? You know, the ability to just express yourself. Like I said, it's all based on the First Amendment. So your ability to have to 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 talk about what you want to talk about, produce what you want to produce, is, that's, that's everything for, from a producer's standpoint. And the resources from a producer's point of view? The resources are outstanding as far as from the crew here, from the, uh, the upgrades, the cameras, the lights. It's, it's, yeah, it's pretty much a, a state-of-the-art television studio. There's nothing that we don't have here that a, another major network doesn't have. And I'm, I'm, I'm extremely proud of that. And, and, and to be honest with you, it makes you want to be a better producer. When you, it's hard to make excuses when you have everything you need. So it, it helps me become a better producer. What kind of uh, future programs are you developing for community access television? I always want to feed my art. So I'm always creating and trying to find different ways to help empower people. But I'm a filmmaker first, and I, I don't stray too far from that. So a lot of times I'll make a short, I, I try to make at least two short films a year. And Queen's Television is definitely one of the main platforms in addition to trying to do the film festival thing. More original content, you know, more uh, helping empower other people with ideas and, and different things that they have going on. I want to I want to I want to look like a channel on a channel at all times. Well, Oswald, I truly want to thank you for spending time with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm certain our listeners will be looking forward to viewing more of your programs. And they can check the listings for these and all of our other programs on our website, qptv.org. You can also watch many of our award-winning programs on the site as well. For Queen's Public Television, I'm John Collins wishing you only the best. Mm -hmm.